0: Welcome to Judaism in the 21st Century, the podcast that explores issues we face in life and how we can better deal with them with lessons rooted in Judaism. I'm your host, Stephen Lapcoff, and my co-host with me every week is Rabbi Daniel Cohen from Congregation Agudath Shalom in Stanford, Connecticut. Welcome aboard, and let's get to it. Hello, and welcome to the second podcast of Judaism in the 21st Century, uh, my name is Steve Labcuff. I'm here with my colleague, as always, uh, Rabbi Daniel Cohen from Congrega- Congregation Aguda Shalom in Stanford, Connecticut. And this week we're going to be focusing in on the role that social media has in our lives today and how religion and Judaism can be brought to bear in that space. So, Rabbi, any introductory remarks?
1: Well, again, I want to thank you for this opportunity. We've talked about doing this for a while. Every time we study together on Thursday night, we say, boy, wouldn't it be great if we had a podcast? So I'm glad we're actually doing it right now. And uh, I'm looking forward to uh, the journey together.
0: Thank you. So Rabbi, it's obviously very difficult to even think of a world that existed before the advent of social media. Now it came on roughly 10 or 15 years ago and it has ballooned into such a way that our daily lives are impacted sometimes minute by minute by the opinions and tweets of those around us and i've learned you know personally i don't tweet i don't i'm not a twitter aficionado mm-hmm. i do post photographs on facebook i do stay in touch with family on facebook but it seems to me that facebook and twitter have turned into these pools of, you know, in some cases, just I, I'm I'm in utter disbelief as to what some people are willing to say publicly about yep. any subject that comes to mind. And it makes me yeah. wonder about some things about, I know there's a lesson in the Torah that speaks to the issue of not speaking about gossip. And maybe you could speak about that, you know, as an introduction here, because boy, we're in a whole different world now.
1: Yeah there's no question about again there's a lot to speak about but I also think that the area that you're focusing on right now is kind of a, a an area that's worthy of um a deep dive let's let's go back to again the focus of our podcast is what does the torah have to do with me so i think the very beginning of the torah the book of genesis forms a counterweight to the day, to the to the challenges of social media let's put it that way Social media in and of itself is neither good nor bad intrinsically. It's how people use it. Judaism is a faith that believes that if you have a possibility of harnessing technology potentially for good, I mean, imagine, and I I see this, we all do, the possibilities of maintaining friendships, of creating opportunities to volunteer, of raising money, of helping people stay in touch, amazing the capacity that it has. At the same time there is a danger that that could be, it could be used to bully it could be used to diminish people can say one word literally that goes from one side of the world to the next in an instant and that word is out there and can destroy somebody's life the torah says at the very beginning the world was created and and the world was dark and chaotic and there was there was there was emptiness in the world What is the first act that God does? He speaks. And God said, let there be light, and there was light. What's the message? The power of words to create. That when a word comes out of my mouth, it becomes real. And I have the possibility to overwhelm darkness with a positive word of light, with something kind. And it's kind of a, you know, it's a reminder that, You know, when somebody had to write a letter, they put a lot more thought into it because that's just the way it is. And you have the letter, you mail the letter, you process it. But what's happened in social media, it's so easy for anybody to claim to be an authority to say something. And it enables a person to hide behind a certain degree of anonymity that people fail to realize that, as King Solomon says, life and death are in the hand of the tongue. One word can transform a person's life, either positive or negative. One word can give somebody hope where they never felt possible, but one word can catch fire and destroy reputation. So to me, when I think about the relevancy of Torah, one main message is, is the value of words, to pause. you know, That's why, by the way, I'm a big proponent of taking a Sabbath from social media. I mean, the reality is, is that you don't have to be Jewish, but you know you you, you 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 shut it off for an, for a day. You focus on the people that are in front of you. Um, you're present with the people that are at the table in front of you. So that's just one example of how I think, um, you know, there's a real relevancy um to kind of pull us out of the uh, uh, back and forth um and the overwhelming nature sometimes of social media to take a pause and evaluate how am I using this in a positive way? What can I do to improve the way that I'm using this in a positive way? So I don't get caught up in the negative uh, consequences. Uh, uh, Some many times unintended of social media.
0: So you, you really hit on a number of different topics in that introduction, the power of the word. I mean, I'm often reminded of just the, the phrase, just because you have the ability to say something doesn't mean that you should. And I am uniformly amazed when I look at some feeds on social media that these people, they don't even seem to realize how they're being perceived um, when they put their feelings out there. The mm-hmm. comment about being able to take time, like if you're angry and one of the th- strategies of dealing with anger is to count to 10 before you decide to send an email or count the 10 before you go yell at your spouse or your children. But yet Mm -hmm. the power of Twitter is, forget about counting to 10. I don't think some people even wait a millisecond before they take their feelings and put them into words. And those words can be, they can bring down whole administrations in some cases.
1: Yeah, there's no question about that. And I think that, you know, one of the things I like to say is when you study Torah, it does give you, and my father would always say this. He says, you have a blessing because you're looking at something that's not a wisdom that is just created within a particular generation. But you're looking at a bit of transcendent, I believe, divine wisdom that really has certain core enduring values through which I can look at what society is doing today and how can I then be elevated to listen to my higher angels? This gets to another important core question, which I'm sure we'll also deal with, which is, You know, do you adapt the Torah to the times or the times to the Torah? In other words, I believe that, you know, there is a a, a relevancy to uh, how I can take the Torah and make it applicable. Social media might lead me to follow my baser instincts and just, as you say, put my life out there, say whatever I want. But the Torah reminds me that you know words words have consequences. Words can uplift. Words can destroy. Think before we speak. I mean, there's a beautiful there's you know there's a, there's a very powerful idea within uh, within the Torah that literally talks about how God breathes into mankind the breath of life, and with each breath, which is a gift, we have to harness that divine potential. You know, and and I'll just say this, you know, when when we take for granted the fact that we can just talk, that we, we, we have our mouths, we can speak. You know, for somebody who doesn't have the ability to speak, let's say they're on a ventilator or somebody who can't talk, every word is like gold. And we're living in a society, unfortunately, where people just fill, 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 It is talk, 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 talk. And they're no better than uh, the talking donkey in the book of Numbers, in the Torah, You know, what makes us unique and human is our ability to speak. So we're reminded to elevate that. Uh, There's a mystical saying that we only have X amount of words in our life. So if we do. We really should be mindful that we're using them in the best way possible.
0: You know, it's it's like. I've watched the evolution of of how social media has has come into our world, the there was a an episode of a show called Black Mirror some years ago, which what's it called Black Mirror? It's on it's a Netflix show. And it looks at yeah. a, a dystopian world and it tries to sort of reflect back, which is the mirror part, I'm sure, about what the world could look like if something were to go off the rails in one direction or another. And mm-hmm. this one episode would happen to be about a young woman, you know, society where. The only thing that mattered was how many stars that you had to your name and the stars were attributed by the people around you based upon your social network habits and the habits that how others saw you and therefore you had to synthesize your life to make others happy. And wow. it's it's worth looking at sometime if you haven't seen it. You know This whole show is a big wake up call about all kinds of topics. It's very well done. It's like Twilight Zone for the 21st century. Mm -hmm. but the point of it is is that people i think have become so they've again it's this potentially this loss of faith in society or the lack of having religion in society where they aren't even comfortable in their own skin and they need to think about how others see them and social media brings about the you know a an incredibly self-fulfilling cycle of I put something out there. I get it, feedback in milliseconds, and therefore, I'm going to bend to the will of the crowd, and I'm not going to be myself necessarily. I'm going to I'm going to start bending and and behaving in ways that the crowd would like. That's what that episode is all about, and how badly this young woman's life goes off the rails because she can't keep up with that kind of living and that kind of life. And riff on that a minute. What was that? I said riff on that one a minute.
1: Well, well, first of all, you've motivated me that maybe I'll watch a little bit of Black Mirror, but we definitely are living in a time, and social media certainly fuels that, where my sense of self-worth is determined by, again, the appreciation and the accolades that I get. This, by the way, leads to a tremendous amount of anxiety, depression, pursuit of counterfeit pleasures because I feel those are the things that are going to get me, get me liked. A life of faith, a Torah life is one that says that I am only the, the greatest happiness is when I know that I'm doing what God, what, what God asked me to do, which is to be a good person, which is to make the world better, to reflect a sense of authenticity, integrity. And that gives me happiness. I was moved recently. I think it was university of Oklahoma. I think, the women's softball uh, team, a very devout group of women. And they were talking about, you know, how their sense of happiness, yes, they won the championship, but at the, but at the end of the day, you know, your happiness doesn't derive solely from winning a trophy. I mean, a lot of athletes struggle with that is the moment that they retire, they're looking for the next applause because they haven't really learned that happiness comes from inside of us and leading a life of meaning meaning and purpose. And social media is a very powerful um, wave that pulls people away from that truth. So I think uh, that's another place where where the Torah and faith can um, counterbalance social media to help us recalibrate, not to say that we're not gonna use social media, but to understand it's not all about how many likes but it's about what I'm doing to, to make the world a better place.
0: Yeah. And I think that today, more than in previous generations, um, the world is, you know, I I look at, so I found it interesting. My daughter is 26. My son is 22. And for the most part, they've actually checked out of social media. Mm. I was stunned actually because when they were teenagers, all they did was live and die by Facebook and for whatever reason they started to realize and I give them a lot of credit, both of them, uh, because I still use Facebook on a routine basis, but I don't use it for getting my, my dose of, of what's the, what I'm looking for. Like I don't get myself worth in anything there. I use it to keep in touch with friends and to post my photographs and, yeah, uh, but it doesn't have a meaning on how I feel about myself as a person. But unfortunately, you know, there are teenagers out there, it just happened in New Jersey recently, where a young woman, a young girl committed suicide based on bullying through social media. Yeah. And this is where you said one word, and words have incredible impact and power.
1: hmm Yeah. I want to talk about some of the positive pieces, because I also think about this. Like We, during COVID, um, I started something called the Making Mitzvah Moments WhatsApp you know, which again is a social media tool to harness the ability to inform people of opportunities to do acts of kindness instantaneously and then really create these moments of light. Somebody was shut in, they need to get, uh, so you just imagine this for a minute, you you just post, who can go to the drugstore and pick something up? This person is is, uh, in need of X, Y, and Z. Who can do it? So I think that, and I've been inspired by this, The amount of good that came in that case and still does from the power of technology to mobilize people to do acts of kindness is extraordinary. And that's a great blessing. So, uh, you know, one of the teachings of the Torah is not to wait to be asked, but to anticipate opportunities for good. So, I I do believe that if, you know, that um, we all are what I call mobile mitzvah hotspots. (laughs) That if somebody is in your orbit or you get an email or you meet somebody, that's by divine design. And it raises my antenna to say, what can I do to ensure that person uh, leaves my orbit feeling better about themselves than when they enter the orbit? So, you know, it takes balance. And again, like with anything, social media is a great example, not positive or negative, but be mindful Of making sure that i am harnessing in a positive way and not becoming a slave to it is a very important uh, uh, perspective uh to self-check on a regular basis
0: so i think we'll wrap up this podcast this week's podcast i think this has been a really insightful discussion um i I like the fact that you wrapped up on a good note a positive note of what what good can happen with social media because I participated in that particular um, WhatsApp group uh, at the synagogue when there's been asks on it for what can I do to help my fellow congregant or, or member of the community, and you know if I was you know shut in or I had a problem and I actually this happened to me when I was sick with COVID, I was deathly ill with COVID and I had friends who would come to my home, who I contacted who knew about my illness because I was letting people know how I was doing on on Facebook at the time, and they came over and brought. Uh, food and and soup and anything i really needed and i'll tell you something that meant the world to me because i was very very sick at the height of the pandemic and mm. you know i don't think i would have been able to reach out to them in the same way had it not been for that level of technology
1: yes so yeah it,
0: it's good and bad and it, i guess the question i'll toss one last question out on this is you know does judaism have a perspective other than it's what you do with it Uh, around any of this in terms of does it give other guidance you know is there certain um tenants or or um, yeah i'll
1: give you another example sure and this is also a, a reminder um every moment has an opportunity to be elevated judaism and the torah speak very compellingly that we have to sanctify time it's the first Mitzvah that God gives the Jewish people. A slave has no control over their time. A free person can control their time. And something that we always need to kind of live by is saying, what am I doing right now that is worthy of future memory? How will I look back on the way that I spent this hour? Judaism teaches that every hour has the possibility of bringing a moment heaven down to earth. So, that to me is a very important teaching for social media because a lot of times people waste time on social media and it can be a massive um, time waster. And the relevancy in this case of Torah is to say, oh, okay, use it, but use it at certain times during the day. Don't, you know, they, the algorithms there are there that's brilliant, of course. One thing leads to the next. And to, next thing you know, you've been spending 30 minutes checking out all these videos and you say, what did I actually accomplish? So I think that's another important point uh, to be mindful of the time spent, and there are different tools to do that. So that again, it's a tool, but not that I'm a slave to um, the temptations of just scrolling through stuff and just wait wasting my time.
0: Well, excellent point, and I'm sure we could go on on this for another. Another hour.
1: Topic about time and the relevancy. Absolutely. 100%.
0: Absolutely. So we're going to be respectful of your time. We're going to call this a close for this week's podcast. Uh once again, thank you for listening. And if you have interests in uh, these this topic or others or want to suggest topics, uh, we will post in the uh in the comment section uh our email address of where you can get uh, information or send us comments or feedback or recommendations for other topics for the podcast. And with that, we're going to say good, goodbye for this week. Thanks so much for listening. Hi, thanks for listening to Judaism in the 21st Century. This is Dr. Stephen Lapcoff for Rabbi Daniel Cohen saying thanks for joining us. Next week's episode, we'll focus in on what Judaism has to say about gun control. See you next week. Thanks so much. Have a good week.